So as we continue worship together, uh, let's open our hearts to the word of God. Today we're going to be reading Matthew chapter 28, verses 1 through 10. After the Sabbath, as the first day of the week was dawning, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to see the tomb. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, for an angel of the Lord, descending from heaven, came and rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning and his clothing white as snow. For fear of him, the guards shook and became like dead men. But the angels said to the woman, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, for he has been raised as he said. Come, see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples he has been raised from the dead, and indeed he is going ahead of you to Galilee. There you will see him. This is my message for you. So they left the tomb quickly with fear and great joy and ran to tell the, his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them and said, Greetings. And they came to him, took hold of his feet, and worshipped them and said, Wait. And worshipped him. Then Jesus said to them, Do not be afraid. Go and tell my brothers and sisters to go to Galilee. There they will see me. May God add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and understanding of the scripture. Our hearts and minds are open. Amen. Hey, guys. How's your morning been? Um, I want to start out by saying I did not plan my outfit to match the building, but it just happened that way. God works in mysterious ways, you know? So today I'm going to talk about hope. Um, hope sucks, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes hope can be just this idea that you think something's good's going to come out of it. Um, like maybe someday I'll be skinny. Maybe someday I'll be successful. Maybe someday I'll be able to rest. Maybe someday I'll fall in love. Maybe someday I'll be happy. Maybe someday I'll be healthy. Maybe someday things won't be the same as they are now. Maybe someday things will get better. Maybe that's all we can wish for right now, for things to get better. Maybe a wish is all it really is. That these little hopes are only ideas without any true substance and without any reward to reap. I think it's not hope that sucks. I think it's false hope that sucks. Um, and false hope scares me a lot. <laughs> uh, now, I don't know how many of you actually followed all that, so I'm going to turn it into an analogy because it's easier for me, at least, to picture an emotion as like a situation. So today, we're gonna use the analogy of a light and a tunnel. Basic, yeah, but it'll help us visualize it the same way. And it works pretty well for the situation at hand. So in this analogy, the tunnels are our hardships. If you've ever heard the phrase, you'll always be in a time of hardship. You're either going into a hardship, coming out of a hardship, or you're currently in a hardship. Well, in this case, we're always in a tunnel, coming into a tunnel, coming out of a tunnel, or currently in a tunnel. And the light is a pretty good representation of our hopes because the light isn't always a way out. The past five months, I've been in some of the darkest tunnels of my life, um, not because anything particularly bad happened, but because after month of months of stress, I could not find my way out. 
I've been auditioning for something called Drum Corps. If you were in my D group this weekend, you heard about it a lot because I can't stop talking about it. But <laughs> it's basically fancy marching band. Um, and it's a very stressful process. Um, and it had engulfed nearly every part of my life. Um, and instead of being completely engulfed in darkness, I had numerously encountered something I think is much worse. Um, false hope. <laughs> Which I like to think of as trains in this tunnel and light scenario. With the light in the distance only meaning that impending doom for when the train will run you over. But <laughs> you still think the light might just be an escape. Every time I thought I was close to the end, close to a contract or acceptance, it turned out the light at the end of the tunnel I was seeing wasn't an escape, but instead something that would plunge me deeper into darkness. I would have to spend another week practicing and auditioning, and then another week practicing and auditioning, and then another practice and audition, and then the weeks turned into months, and spotlight after spotlight of false hope seemed to destroy me over and over again. For me, the only thing that would get me out of this darkness was giving my situation up to God. I was doing everything in my power, everything that I could possibly do to increase my chances of getting into a core, but I still felt like I wasn't doing enough. And in those places where I had no control, I had to let it go, which was not an easy task, let me tell you. Um, and these spotlights of false hope, those were me putting my future into something other than God's hands, usually into my own. But I eventually realized that the decision was out of my hands and into God's. The very next day, the very next day, I was accepted into a core. Surrender is the only way out. Aww. Thank you guys, that was so sweet. <laughs> Surrender was the only way out and Jesus was my light. Austin read the scripture for us, but I'm gonna read it one more time. Matthew 28, one through 10 says this. After the Sabbath, at dawn on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary went to, the went to look at the tomb. There was a violent earthquake, for an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and, going into the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat on it. His appearance was like lightning, and his clothes were white as snow. The guards were so afraid of him that they shook and became like dead men. The angel said to the woman, do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He's not here. He is risen, just as he said. Come and see the place where he lay. Then go quickly and tell his disciples. He has risen from the dead and is going ahead of you into Galilee. There you will see him. Now I have told you. So the women hurried away from the tomb, afraid yet filled with joy and ran to tell his disciples. Suddenly Jesus met them. Greetings, he said. They came to him, clasped his feet, and worshiped him. Then Jesus said to them, do not be afraid. 
Go and tell my brothers to go to Galilee. There they will see me. Um, this sounds terrifying. Like, straight up something out of a horror movie, I would imagine. Um, just imagine you're in a graveyard on your way to the prepare the body of someone who you believe is God after he was brutally murdered, mind you, and to be buried in the ground. You arrive at his grave or his tomb when the earth shakes and men like lightning appear out of thin air and the people guarding the tomb just die on the spot. Like, terrifying. <laughs> My point? The message of hope comes in the form of something terrifying. The greatest message of hope to the world scared the people it was coming to out of their wits, and in some cases even scared them dead. Now, this is kind of hard to imagine, so I want to use the example of a natural forest fire. What a lot of people don't know is that forest fires can happen naturally and are actually necessary for healthy regrowth. There are some flowers that have seeds within them with a pocket around it that can't be opened until it experiences extreme heat, such as a forest fire. Sometimes, in order for us to grow, we have to be a little bit scared first. <laughs> Another interesting fact, it only takes five years for a fully destroyed ecosystem to show new signs of life and only 150 to be fully repaired, which isn't a ton of times time when you're looking at like the scope of the world. <laughs> and what does it take for plants to grow, you would ask? Water and light. They break through the ground because they strive towards the light. They strive towards the hope of a new beginning. So do we. And Jesus is our light. He is our hope, and we strive towards him. We also strive towards a way out of our tunnel. And where do tunnels lay? Underground. One could say that the light of our escape is the tunnel breaking through the ground. Pretty groundbreaking, right? And that is the theme of this weekend, if you weren't here for Discovery. So, fun pun. <laughs> All right, I'm going to end my talk with a quote from Harry Potter, because that's who I am, and y'all can deal with it. <laughs> Albus Dumbledore said that happiness can be found in the darkness of times if only one remembers to turn on the light. I'm going to change it up a little bit and say that we can find happiness as long as we remember to look for the light. Because the light is always there. It might be really far in the way, might be really far in the distance, it might be a tiny spark, or it might just be a way out, a way into a happy life. It could be right in front of your face, but you have to open your eyes. And hey, do me a favor and forget all this maybe someday stuff. Do yourself a favor and decide that here and now, you're going to live in the moment. That you're going to take action with your life. Jesus gave his life for the hope, or no, the promise, 
that we would spend eternity with him. But we still only have a limited time here. So I implore you, make the most of it. If y'all were bow your heads and pray with me. God, we thank you for letting us be here this weekend and bask in your love as you just pour over us and pour into us this weekend. And I pray that you let us break out of the tunnel, out of the ground, and into your light and be able to spread the light of your love with other people around you. We love you and we want you, we want to worship you. We want to show you our love for you. In your name we pray, amen.